You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! Here is Oshi from center point. Skating on the right side, into the right circle, a pass here for Ovechkin, he scores! Alex Ovechkin cuts to the net and puts it through Carter Hart. We're tied at one in Philadelphia. SportsCenter.com Radio Network back on the air. It's the Bob Matthews Show. How you doing, party people? Glad to talk to you again. Caps winner last night in Philadelphia, so we're going to get into all that in just a couple of minutes. By the way, in case you haven't heard, as we come on the air and record this today, I can tell you that the Cowboys have re-signed Dak Prescott. Press conference coming up Wednesday, four-year contract worth up to $164 million. Basically what that means is that the Cowboys now join the Eagles and the Giants in salary cap hell. Now, coming up a little bit later in the week, we'll dive headfirst into free agency and the rest of the drama that's going on in Ashburn. We are working to get Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times-Dispatch on this week. You know, it's hard to schedule Phillips or anybody else right now because you never know when all hell's going to break loose out there. But, hey, at least they keep it interesting, right? All right, good night in Philadelphia last night. So time to go on the ice with our favorite Red Rockers. Well, first of seven games without Tom Wilson. Went okay last night. A huge lift from Ilya Samsonov, who turned in his second strong game. In his last two starts now, Sammy has only given up two goals. A 3-1 win for the Caps last night. Let's talk about Wilson first. This is just something we're going to have to get used to. Let's face it. The guy's a marked man. Hey, if he's on your team, and we're glad that he is, you love him. If he's not on your team, you hate him. And that's why he's now living rent-free in Boston's collective head as well. You can just put another team there on the list. I I saw the hit. I knew he was going to get fined for it. I was a little surprised at the suspension, too. I mean, and again— you're not talking about a guy here who can give you 40-plus years of, you know, just intimate hockey knowledge. I don't know. People smarter than me could probably tell you whether it deserved to be a suspension or not and probably can argue a logical case why it should, but it just didn't seem so to me. I mean, it lo- I understand boarding and everything, but it looked like he was just playing hard. There didn't, there didn't look like there was anything malicious in it to me, but regardless— He's not going to appeal, and because of that, Tom Wilson is now out for the next six games, this seven-game suspension. Nevertheless, Caps able to win it 3-1 to one last night. Again, as I said, your star of the game has got to be Ilya Samsonov. I mean, he kept the Caps in it in the first period and then shut the Flyers down 
Time for your exclusive locker room access, brought to you as always by One Life Fitness. Go to OneLifeFitness.com, get your day pass. You can go in and experience the entire One Life Fitness universe for free, and then sign up. It is dirt cheap, and it is nice. By the way, I haven't mentioned before, but the locker rooms, it's like being in a spa. I mean, it's nicer than my bathroom at home. That's how nice this place is. They've got gyms in Virginia, in Maryland, in D.C., even some in West Virginia, too. So go check them out, onelifefitness.com. All right, speaking of Sammy, Peter Laviolette on his rookie goaltender and how he gave him a pretty strong 60 minutes last night. You know, Lobby yeah, is not one to throw around comments, comments either, very often. so, that's so I, I think he was pretty impressed with the way the interesting that Sammy plays last night. Uh, played last night. It's going to be interesting to see now what happens going forward because you know, we've had this not goalie controversy, but I mean, Vitek Vanacek was was playing lights out. Se- uh, you know, st- stepping in for Samsonov, I think he started all but one game when Sammy was gone. Now Vanacek gets blown out that second game in Boston, and you know, it's not fair to say to lay any of it really on him and Laviolette didn't lay any of it on him post game Sunday but this is two really strong starts in a row for Samsonov the guy who was given the net in the preseason it was supposed to be the number one goaltender I'm going to be interested to see if Lavi goes uh, with Samsonov now tomorrow night against New Jersey uh, and Lavi wasn't the only one that was bragging on uh, bragging on Ilya last night uh, John Carlson Giving Samsonov a big dose of the credit for winning that game too. Yeah, I, th- I thought he, I thought he played great for us. I think uh, you know there was uh, plenty of, of big saves that he made throughout the game when I thought we were, you know, working working real hard, working good, and um, you know, kind of bringing it to them, and they would turn turn it around with uh, one or two chances here or there, and he was uh, he was huge uh, down the stretch for us. By the way, as long as we're asking about Carlson what right changed now. last night, last night was a bit of a bounce exactly back game. What for the Cavs of Friday night did not look good at all, and you knew that Boston really, was going to come night, out fired up, uh, especially after uh, the way that uh, shootout ended um, the game before on Wednesday, and the Carlson situation didn't help anything, uh, but or uh, rather the Wilson situation didn't help anything. But Carlson said uh, there were a couple of keys to the bounce back last night. One of it was just Plain old basic, good puck movement. Uh, I, I think just moving the puck up the ice, I think we were a lot cleaner. I think uh, there was a lot less, um, you know, it kind of takes a ladder of plays usually to get past a, a good four check like almost every other team has. So, um, you know, last game I thought we got stuck at each level, whether it was the, the D making the first pass or chip or around the wall. We got stuck on the on our blue line getting it out of the zone. We got stuck at – the red line that we really didn't execute anything, um, you know, the previous game. So this game, I thought we were a lot cleaner, the, the D up to the wingers and wingers were making great plays, not only just to, you know, kind of advance it, but to uh, give ourselves a, a foot race, give ourselves possession. And when we can transition from, from defense to offense really quick, like we did tonight, it's uh, it's tough on teams. 
Yeah, I, th- I think uh, we maybe when we did get it into their zone or at their blue line, um, you know, trying to make a little bit too fancy of plays or make an extra pass um, here or there instead of, you know, they're, they're, we knew they were coming off a back-to-back game and we, mm-hmm. we know how that feels this year with, with the amount of games that we play. And um, I thought we were kind of letting them off the hook uh, too easy. We were letting them, you know, make quick work of, of our offensive zone time and, when you get a team coming off a of back-to-back, you got to, you know, make them work for, for every inch. And I think once we kind of stuck to that mindset of, of getting it in there and, and, and working them first before and letting that open up things for us instead of trying to um, make great plays right off the bat, I think really, you know, gave us more zone time, gave us, um, you know, a more tired team to play against. And, and then things that might be a, a little open became – a little bit more open for us, I think. A little bit of an extended analysis there from John Carlson. Nick Jensen is hot right now. Last six games, three assists and a goal. Got his first goal of the season last night. We talked to Nick. Had us take us through that play afterwards. Uh, yeah, like uh, I mean, start with the play. Uh, you know, start with Chara making a great defensive play on the blue line, and then he took two guys uh, out of the play, kind of with some physicality. That allowed me to get up in the play, and then uh, from there, you know, Backstrom was a, play, was a playmaker. He made plays and just hit me wide open, and I had it all day to take a shot. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was exciting. I think it's been a while, so. By the way, do those two guys sound a lot alike, very, very similar in their cadence? And the what would it be, the, the timbre of their voice? Timbre, timbre, I think it's timbre of their voice. Having the masks on uh, doesn't help things either. You know, you got to be extra careful <laughs> when you're when you're labeling all that stuff. Uh, all right, let's go back to uh, Lavi here. We needed to talk to Lavi Alette about. Uh, well, you know, we got him about uh, Jensen, not just the goal, but the way he's playing. Peter Lavi Alette on Nick Jensen and uh, how he is coming on here the last few games. I think he's I think he's confident right now with his mm-hmm. game. Um, we're really happy with the way he's playing. Uh, he's skating really well. He's moving the puck. He's doing the right things. Um, he's really strong defensively. He's good on the penalty kill. And it was nice to see him, you know, for all the work that he does to get rewarded with a goal tonight. And, um, you know, it was a beauty too. So uh, it was nice to see for him. So here are your standings in the Mass Mutual East Division. The Islanders are in first place with 34 points, 15, 6, and 4. Capitals in second place, 14, 6, and 4. They've played one less game. If we all do our math right, they've got 32 points. They now have a three-point lead over the Bruins in Pittsburgh. So they've opened up a little bit of a cushion there. Keep in mind, Boston has two games in hand with the Caps right now and three with the Islanders. So things still very much in flux because cancellations and makeup games and whatnot before we get everything evened out. The game last night was also noticeable, and I think for all of us who either did our reading or were there watching, noticed that this was the first time all year the Capitals have played in front of fans. 3,000 of them in the building last night in the Wells Fargo Center, and both Laviolette and, Jen- and uh, Carlson said it was definitely nice to play in front of some naturally made noise. It was great to see the fans back in the building and um, you know, we'll probably start to see that more around the league and 
and as things um, move in the right direction in our world that we live in. So um, just to get them back was awesome. I thought the, you know, the nod to them um, during the period was really good as well. And so it's, you know, the fans are a big part of the energy and the excitement that comes into a building. And so it was nice to get some fans back in there, some real noise instead of the pumped in noise. Uh, it, was, it was great. I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of felt almost weird um, out there, but it was, uh, I'm tired of the, the crowd noise. I like the, uh, to hear some, some booing and some cheering and the normal, um, normal things that go on in, in an NHL game, whether even though it's not, um, you know, a packed house like it shouldn't be, but, um, you know, it, it means a lot to the players. I think it feels uh, a lot more natural for us. So when might we be able to get some fans at Capital One Arena? Because there aren't any right now. Well, Julie Zausmer, who writes about local government for the Washington Post, did put out a story earlier today, and it's been picked up by a bunch of other outlets. Uh, but she tweeted that uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser announcing today that the district is looking to ease some of the restrictions on business and she says that could include attendance at professional sports games. Here's what Julie tweeted earlier today. Meanwhile, Bowser, Muriel Bowser, said she's looking at lifting some virus-related restrictions on businesses, possibly including attendance at professional sports games in mid-March. That's just around the corner. The quote, our expectation is we'll have something loosening now and even more later. Not only is that good news for the Caps and the Wizards right now, but... As we go into April, will be very good news for the Nationals. It's opening day for the Nats right around the corner. And remember, we haven't been inside Nationals Park. The last time any fan was inside Nationals Park was when they were watching Game 7 of the 2019 World Series on the Jumbotron. Weird to think about, huh? All right, Mick and the clock on the wall, so we got to get out of here. We will be back a little bit later in the week. Next edition, get ready for some free agent frenzy. It starts next week for the NFL. Some big moves ahead of the craziness that starts next Wednesday. Have you a good one. Remember, like the Wise Man once said, if you're on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. <laughs>